0: welcome back this is episode two of come to the cookout and we are your hosts brooklyn and i'm tizom cleef but everyone calls me t if you like what you heard in the first episode be sure to subscribe to the podcast you can also follow me on twitter and instagram at tizom cleef that's t-i-z-o-m-v-a-n-c-l-i-e-f let's get into it well we had a lot to talk about last week who's on the grill I think the first thing that I want to talk about is this controversy around Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. I know that, you know, he he said some shit and Spotify deleted 110 episodes after giving him $100 million. Specifically, what I want to focus on is he got an endorsement and some praise from Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm -hmm. Now, after the fact, Dwayne admitted that he didn't know the whole story and backtracked a little bit. But it just goes to show... You shouldn't open your mouth until you have all the facts to begin with. That's why I don't post anything on social media that I don't want everyone to see.
1: I don't even know where to begin. I'm being honest. I'm so torn in this issue because I you know me. I, I always, if I wasn't in podcasting, I'd be in lawyering. Why? Because I like to argue a thing down.
0: I know. You like, you like to uh, play devil's advocate even if you don't agree with that position.
1: This is the issue. So, for me, I'm thinking of it from the business standpoint, right? Now, I agree. I do not condone what the fuck Rogan wants to do. First of all, the thing that threw me off long ago was when he talked about he went into a club and that he, he thought he was in the Planet of the Apes because he didn't see any white people. I don't know how you could take that other than racist, number one. However, people were like, no, I didn't mean it. Or he said even, I didn't mean it that way. I, I can see how it sounds that way. Fuck you, number one. Number two, though, as these companies, because I'm thinking of the Disney's of the world, right? Disney bought Fox, right? We have all these mergers and things together. Where do we kind of draw the line with who is responsible? Number one, I think Joe is responsible for the things that came out of his mouth. We can both agree in that, correct? Correct. However, Spotify paid Joe $100 million for a contract that started in 2019 or 2020, let's say through a certain, whenever the contract expires, should they be liable or should they be, have their feet held to the fire for things that happen prior to the contract that went in place?
0: I mean, I feel like the answer to that is it was all public. It's not like they couldn't have done their due diligence. And at that point you are then liable to the court of public opinion.
1: Right. I, I, I could agree with that. Secondly, I guess I'm confused on how, going to the flip side of that, I'm also confused on how in the age that we're in of the post-George Floyd, how Spotify would think that this is a good idea to, to add this brand to your portfolio unless your brand stands for some of the things that Joe is speaking to. Because recently the Spotify CEO came out and condemned him for the use of the n-word because I don't know if you saw the clip of him on an inward tirade of all the times he said it and it was like it was like six minutes that's not a one time slip up in my opinion
0: i don't see how you even slip up i the people that say that kind of thing or or i was just drunk drunk speech is sober thought so it it was in your repertoire to begin with you just haven't said the the quiet part out loud
1: and so i guess the question that we have is at what point does spotify cut
0: its loss well again i think that they know he has a platform they know that he has followers they know that all the people that are stepping out and being like oh Joe's a really good guy and how can you he he's not a racist he has black friends and then all the people that are posting pictures of him like I saw one that was like I think it was Brent uh Brendan Job, who's another comedian he was an MMA fighter and then it was like he posted a picture of Joe I think it was Joe him and Dave Chappelle the minute I saw that reminded me because I've been seeing clips and I'm not the sports guy right but it reminded me of a clip Um, of something that your boy Shannon Sharp said. And he's like, if you say that you have black friends but lack the empathy to understand what they're going through, you don't have black friends. You know black people. And that's what that reminds me.
1: This is where... I get into an argument a lot with people because we're all thinking we're in post-racial America. But when it comes to the bottom line of your company, this to me speaks volume because you want to protect your 100 million. So at the end of the day, so what that you lost? I believe India I repulled her catalog.
0: I think it's Neil Young. But there are uh, Joni Mitchell.
1: I can understand why they, like Neil had polio as a kid. So when he's saying you're doing these misinformation of the vaccine, he's not saying that I'm a liberal, I'm in my high elitist standpoint. Joni Mitchell also had something where happened to her when she was younger so they're coming from a protect the people mindset i don't care what your stance is when it comes to the vaccine and when it comes to your information just don't put it on me like i am in a city where we're about to lift our mask mandate in about a week and a half if you're vaccinated the problem that i have is i as an american am supposed to trust you that you don't have your mask on because you're vaccinated. When we've seen in red states for the last two years, bitches not want to put on their goddamn mask. How am I
0: supposed to trust anybody? Or buying fake vaccine cards.
1: If you are bold enough to go jump through hoops to get a fake vaccine card, why can't you just get the shot? Which
0: is a federal offense. It's a medical record. It's a federal offense. Let's let's get that clear. It's a crime that you're presenting. False medical documents.
1: I'm still on the sidelines with the Joe Rogan thing overall. It doesn't surprise me, number one. Number two, they're not going to make a change until it affects their bottom line. For example, when Adele came out and said, bitch, stop shuffling my album. Guess what they did? They said, bitch, we don't shuffle albums anymore. You got to press the button yourself. We're not automatically going to do it. So unless they, the big stars, the Rihannas, the Drakes, those top tier artists come out and come together and say, we're not doing this nothing's going to change because i know one thing when neil young pulled his shit apple's homepage was like we love neil young come listen to neil young over here like
0: i saw so many uh, tiktoks being like oh i've been an apple music subscriber forever watching people leave spotify
1: it's depressing to me but at the same time i feel like we've seen this before gucci remember gucci or h&m with the black face on the monkey and like we've seen all of these things and they get a little like i said we get backlash for a week
0: Here's the thing. It's Black History Month. We get 28 days. 29 on a leap year. Why y'all showing your ass in Black History Month? What you mean? Overt racism in general. It was brought to my attention recently that Ruby Bridges, the first black student to integrate an all-white school, how old do you think she is? That was a, a long time ago. That, that, that's history. You only see pictures of her in black and white. How old do you think she is? She gotta be 100 and something. 67. She is 67 years old. As a matter of fact, she's only a year older than my mother. I just realized that myself.
1: Hey, Mother Van Clee. <laughs>
0: so, but people say that so long ago.
1: So if she's only 67.
0: Slavery was only 115 years ago.
1: That kind of puts things in perspective because you really do think like, we've been integrated forever, we've done this forever. But when you turn around and look at it, that's not, that really isn't.
0: With that being said, my great great grandmother would have still been a slave. That's not a long time ago. I mean, just thinking about everyone is into this ancestry DNA, 23andMe, trying to find out their families and who they are, where they're from, and there's a real thing called 1865 wall if you're african-american because you can only go back to a certain point and then there's no records because you your family was property
1: to just sit there and think about that though like that's such a mind fuck to me because people take for granted lineage people take for granted if i have an estate i can pass that through my kids my family members whatnot and guess what that sets them up
0: you mean like those plantations in the South that are now remarketing themselves as wedding venues and people are planning their weddings on these beautiful sprawling gardens and large homes.
1: See, you want me to get angry. That's what you you want me to be loud and angry. That's what you want me to do. Because what we're not going to do is sit here and say that a plantation is a beautiful place to have a wedding. Because Where are you? Where are you having your nuptials? The same place where my great great granddad was hung? Because that's what we're not going to do in this day and age. We are not going to appropriate places of death and try to make them with a fresh coat of paint places of love and jubilation. That's what we're not going to
0: do. Oh, that's okay. You could just you can go on vacation to Lake Lanier. That was originally a black town that they flooded to create a vacation spot instead because you know what happens is that when african americans received their freedom and moved out they were they said okay we well, you need to stay with your own people segregate and so we did in Seneca Village in Tulsa Oklahoma various places across the country and then they saw that we prospered by ourselves so they burned those places down this is why we can't have nothing
1: this right here is why we can't have nothing And I'm supposed to be excited because you give me Juneteenth. I'm supposed to be excited because you give me Martin Luther King. But yet you still give me 28 fucking days.
0: Fuck y'all. Yeah. You know, like I said in the last episode, you know, I'm a writer. I love high fantasy, uh, anything to do with D&D and nerd culture. So I am all about the escapism of fantasy so when I see something, a new project that's coming out and I'm like, oh my God, Lord of the Rings, they're doing a prequel to Lord of the Rings. And one of the first images are brown skinned hobbits. And I'm like, oh, great. Representation. Representation matters. This is amazing. And then you see all of the backlash is about the hobbits being black. And my first question is, you do realize that all of this is make-believe. Hobbits don't exist. There's no like way to trace the lineage of, of a hobbit.
1: <laughs> Oh shit, do my 23andMe. Bitch, I'm a half goblin elf. What you gonna say?
0: It is ridiculous. But
1: you know what it is? I I can understand that. I'm putting myself in their shoes. Think about how it was when we turned on TV in the 80s, the 90s. If you don't remember, I mean, I don't know about you, but I remember TGI Friday. That's where I got to see Family Matter. There was three black shows in a row. I was like, oh shit. But when you watched The Full Houses, My Two Dads, step by step, All of these things were white people that you never saw a black person in. So imagine that you think you look at yourself in the mirror every day. You see your velvety vanilla skin and you expect to, oh my God, everybody's just where I come from. And you turn on the TV and you see a, you see a goblin with, how dare he? Have the nerve to have some chocolatey skin. That's going
0: to make you mad. Wouldn't it make you
1: mad? Be ready to... I bet you you'd be ready to storm the Capitol. Wouldn't you?
0: I mean, personally, I would not. I'm going to let (laughs) y'all do that yourselves. But I guess...
1: You know, you can't win sometimes. You look at the black community struggles. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. The gay community struggles. Speaking of the gay community, your favorite state that you love so much, Florida. There's a bill that's about to go down. Uh, It's called Don't Say Gay. This bill, if passed blocks teachers from talking about LGBTQ issues or people and undermines existing protections for LGBTQ kids in school. It's meant to kind of stigmatize the LGBT community, isolate the kids, and make teachers fearful of providing a safe, inclusive classroom. They're supposed to act like gay people or non-binary people or trans people don't exist. It's already, as you know, It's not a taboo topic. We're not living in the 80s or the 60s or the 50s. But what I struggle with is, are we really in a time warp? Every time I turn around, these rhinos, aka Republicans, have the nerve to really take us back to MAGA. MAGA was great for you. It wasn't great for black people. It wasn't great for non-binary. Y'all wouldn't even recognize trans people back then, let alone gay people. What the fuck is going
0: on? I don't know. I don't I don't understand it. I don't I can't even wrap my head around it. Even when you were just talking about that bill. I came out late. I came I didn't come out until I was 21 because I grew up in the South and I didn't have any role models or anyone that I could talk to. And so I was very envious that kids today have, you know, youth pride and have safe spaces at school and have committees that they can go to and express themselves or even just, I couldn't even think about going to prom with a boy, but that's commonplace now. You know, children are free to express who they are and live their truth. So just hearing that people are rolling back those protections is disheartening.
1: Well, I think for me, it's like I know Governor DeSantis, which I can't stand him anyway. He's trying to gain political points. Rumor has it he's going to be running for president in a year and a half, I guess, and or start the campaign for 2024. But what frustrates me the most, LGBTQ youth are higher suicide rates, higher bullying rates. And now you're almost pushing them further back into a closet, which can't be good for anyone.
0: I don't understand I don't understand why people want to gain political power by preying on such a small group of the population. All we want to do is live and exist and live our own truth. Like We're not asking for anything extraordinary.
1: I, I feel like they're trying to punish this youth like they're out here popping it in a cafeteria, on a handstand. Like Youth, how is, how is talking about someone's sexuality detrimental to their mental health like if anything it's going to help them be able to be a better person not be harmful to themselves because or maybe not even be aggressive because i know some people if they're in the closet they get angry every little thing sets them off like there's so many things that this can help but what frustrates me the most is like teachers are supposed to be the safe space in my opinion like if you're having trouble at home or whatever. While you're on school grounds, this is the person that's going to come and help you deal with the day and give you the, 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 the tools to become an adult. And now you're saying, I'm so sorry. I don't want to hear about that. Keep that to yourself. It's creating a divide so much earlier on that I don't know if we can get some of these people back or these kids back. And that's that's where I get frustrated. You can write laws all day long about about adult, but when it comes to things that affect children, that's where I really get fucking pissed. And it's like, what's your fucking point?
0: Well, I get frustrated because one of the hot button issues right now that parents want to throw out in all these like mm-hmm. school committee meetings and parentage conferences is critical race theory which I don't I, I don't understand oh god I don't understand why this is a talking point because critical race theory is a college level course it's not taught to kids it's not co- taught in elementary school Are you sure?
1: It's not I don't go to like third grade and aftermath learning what 2 plus 2 is and like multiplication I don't go and learn about race theory
0: Not unless you are taking college classes in that third grade class. I mean, and if that's the case, you shouldn't be there in the first place. Yes, know it. But I know that we don't want to talk about actual history because the history that is taught is whitewashed because we're not writing the books. But also with this kind of uh, bill that they're trying to pass, not talking about gay people, then they're not going to talk about a large portion of the civil rights movement because they're not going to be able to talk about Bayard Rustin who he was the one that organized the Million Man March, which isn't widely known, but he was an out gay man. They're not going to be able to talk about James Baldwin, who's an outspoken leader. Langston Hughes. The kids aren't going to learn about these influential people. And I didn't learn about these people until I was an adult. Like, I can't imagine being a young gay person hearing that these people were in the foundation of the civil rights movement and the Harlem Renaissance and th- the contribution that they have to our culture and our h- actual history.
1: <sighs> it's a topsy turvy world. And it's it, it, for me personally, I'm just so nervous of like what the next few years will look like because people have been emboldened over the last, you know, five, six years to do whatever the fuck they want. And unfortunately nobody has held any of these people accountable Right. You look at crazy man Carrot Top who used to be in the goddamn White House. He was taking shit home. You remember being you remember they were upset Hillary had a had a server, email. He had physical copies in boxes in Mar a Lago. Nothing's gonna happen to him.
0: He shredded documents, which is against the law. You the president can't shred documents when they leave office.
1: Like it's just to me, it's just like that's the problem I guess that I'm having is are we headed towards anarchy? Because no one. I look at the Joe Rogan going back. I look at all of these people. No one is facing consequences that I can see. But let that have been. I can't even think of a shock jock that is black. Let it have been, I don't know, Steve Harvey on his radio show. He would have been fired. Do you understand that? Like going back to your girl Whoopi. Whoopi, not to, okay, she misspoke or missaid something. And she got suspended for two weeks because after her apology, there was still backlash. And the ABC president was like, yo, I'm going to have to, you know, go sit home, have a, have, a, have a sit down. This fool over here is saying N words left and right and still got his job. Still getting his hundred million dollars.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, we also know that there's a double standard. The, the, a black woman isn't going to get the same treatment as a white man. Make it make
1: sense. Make it make sense.
0: You bringing me down. You are bringing me down. We we can't we can't continue to talk about all this depressing shit. Uh, got me about to cry over here. So let's move away from the tears. No tears, just tea.
1: Please, what you got for me?
0: So I watched the first episode of Celebrity Big Brother that just premiered. I believe.
1: Oh, this is the one. This is the one with uh, Nene. Uh, I think it was Nene. It was I Love New York. It was Todrick. It was uh, oh Shangela from Drag Race, right? That one.
0: All of those names, I know all of those people. I would love to watch that show. That that is not the cast.
1: Oh no, I saw it on Twitter.
0: Yeah, you saw it on Twitter. That was the fan cast that did not actually occur on the show. Oh. Although you did get one right. There, it, is on the show.
1: Oh uh, well, I mean he's a, a, a nice addition, but not the the main attraction.
0: Well, oh, you didn't want to. You don't want to see Chris Catan.
1: I don't even know who the fuck that is. Who is that?
0: He was on SNL in the 90s.
1: What year of the Lord are we in?
0: You don't want to see Carson Kressley? That's the
1: guy from Queer, Queer Eye, right? I know that one. The first one. Oh, but, we, but, but see, we've already rebooted that show. So if you ain't in the reboot, you that means you've been out of the business. Who else you got? Well,
0: you, you like Housewives, right?
1: Yeah, sure. Of course. Who doesn't love them?
0: How about some Teddy Mellencamp?
1: Again. When was she on The Housewives?
0: She was on one of the seasons of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills.
1: When you said one of the seasons and you looked, your eyebrow went high and your eyes had to roll in the back of your head, that means it's been too long.
0: Yeah, because I don't actually know... And, but she's, she, apparently she speaks her mind.
1: As every housewife does in America.
0: Okay, I got one for you. I got, you're going to love this one. Because this is uh, Miss Cynthia Bailey.
1: Okay, she's recent. See, now, that is a a housewife of the 2020s, honey. That we can, now see, she's a household name.
0: I mean, there was a bunch of other people. I don't really, there was a Olympic skater. There was a female MMA fighter. You know, it didn't really give me much. Everyone, it was the first episode. Everyone's trying to like get along, but... If I, if I catch it, I'll catch it, but I don't know.
1: I'm still trying to look.
0: You're still looking up the cast.
1: I'm still trying to find the cat because I don't even know who these people are, child. Like, I'm looking. I'm like, who are these people? Oh, wait. Chris, he's from Bye Bye Bye,
0: ain't he? Oh, yeah. Chris Kattan. That is, um that is, he's from NSYNC. He's actually one of my favorite from it. I had a crush on him.
1: That's not Chris Kattan. That's Chris Kirkpatrick, it says.
0: No, Chris Kampatrick is on there. Chris Kattan is from SNL.
1: Oh, I don't know this fool. I see the face, but I don't know that
0: Shannon Mochler.
1: Lamar Olden. He's still alive? I thought he died.
0: I mean, he barely alive. He um he is clean now. He is sober. Oh, that's good. He told a story that when he hit rock bottom, he was in a coma. And while he was in this coma, he had 12 heart attacks and six strokes.
1: Wait, is that even possible?
0: Well, he's still alive.
1: No, I'm saying like, yeah, I know he's alive. But is that, that... I need a medical... We're gonna, we going to have to get a call in from a doctor. I, that don't sound right. That sounds like exaggeration.
0: I mean... Drugs are bad. Playing
1: you in a stroke and you have an all stroke and a and a coma, that's a trifecta, child. His ho- his holy trinity ain't put together. Summer's off. He need to he need to take that go right to the altar and give it all to God. Take him to the King. Say Lord, take me, cause that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I bet you he better better stop fucking with them Kardashians. I know that.
0: Well, he not with them anymore another thing that i was watching recently um i was watching the kelly clarkson show well oh, i love kelly she wasn't on she had a guest host and the guest host was simu liu from shang chi and his guest was Kamel nanjiani from eternals and they were having a conversation about how you know it was pleasant to be able to represent their culture and be the representation that's sorely lacking in a in superhero movies and be a lead in uh, a Marvel movie. One of the things that stuck out to me, Kamel said that when he was growing up, he used to see himself in movies all the time. The difference is he would only see himself as the terrorist. He was like, I would see, I would hear people speaking my language, but they wouldn't even subtitle it because who cares what they're saying? All you need to know is that they're the bad guy. And so he shared a video of his five-year-old niece watching the movie for the first time and she was learning to dance from the Bollywood scene and just so excited that she was seeing her uncle on tv and he was a superhero
1: oh you put this in the wrong area because you about to have me in tears you said this is no tears just tea but I'm over here misty eyed that's now that's sweet you have to go through I feel like in media these arcs right because if even if you look at art people right I'm looking at you as a as a chocolatey black man looking at myself as half black half Latin right you get if you look at us what were we when we first started first in the beginning we were mates because that's what they wanted to put us in in, and pigeonhole right then from there same thing we've always been gangsters dope dealers jail I don't think we've ever saw like a positive uh, the Cosby show in the 90s remember that was so oh my gosh you have a doctor and a lawyer Parent? Think about good times. Good times, they were poor and broke.
0: Yeah, the first positive black woman on television really was Diane Carroll. She was a nurse on television. She wasn't a maid. She wasn't subservient to a man. She was independent, and that's one of the roles that sticks out. And then you get her later on in life, and she's Dominique Devereaux.
1: Yes. Now, you know I live for Miss Diane Carroll, honey. Yeah, so I could definitely understand that that has to be... I mean... We say this all the time here, representation matters. And I just think like, it's just how we felt. So I'm so excited for his niece, like being able to see herself. But like, that's why I'm interested to see five more years from now, how people are out in the streets. Because if you think about Black Panther, when Black Panther came out, think about all the kids. And I'm saying five-year-olds, four-year-olds, six and seven, who for the first time saw themselves on a screen Not being somebody's sidekick like Rhodey or Sam to Captain America. Mm. You were actually the main character, bitch. Show up. Show out for me. I'm the main attractor.
0: Well, I got some more positive representation for you.
1: Oh, please give it to me.
0: It was just announced that Anthony Ramos is joining the cast of Ironheart in a secret role.
1: Yeah. Now, see, (sighs) Anthony, I'm sorry. We're going to have to... We're gonna have to veer off on left field just for a minute with your positive news. Okay,
0: I know where you're going with this. You know where I'm going. And so, but I need you. I need you to disassociate the actor from his personal life because he is he is still joining a Marvel project. Uh-huh, he is uh-huh. Latino. Okay. And he is going to be seen by other young Latin and Hispanic children. That is going to be a positive experience for them. You
1: right you right. Ooh, but I got to read his ass just for a quick. How are you going to cheat on your your fiance? Child? But anyway, you know what? You're right.
0: Allegedly. Allegedly.
1: Allegedly, that's right. No. I anyway, yes. Congrats, Mr. Ramos. I cannot wait.
0: Okay, well then I will I will skip I will move past Anthony cuz you, you feel very strongly about this.
1: I, I, you know, I'm trying to keep it back chat. I'm trying.
0: So let's, let's go back to another actor that has been in the news before drawing awareness of what he experienced on a particular film set, Ray Fisher, who was Cyborg in the DC Universe's Justice League movie, right?
1: Right. I'm sorry. Could you keep me, can you bring me up to speed? What issues was he having on the, the set? I can't
0: remember. His issues were Josh Whedon. Yeah. <laughs> As are a lot of people's issues, <laughs> but specifically Josh Whedon. If you don't know, the Justice League movie was initially written by Zack Snyder and Zack Snyder had to leave the project. Josh Whedon stepped in and took over, changed the project almost altogether. Oh, I saw it. There was a lot of conflict on set between him and some of the female actresses and specifically Ray Fisher because of racism, basically. Um, so the movie came out and it wasn't well received because the storyline was all over the place. So after the fact, when the movie came out, we hear that Josh basically reduced Ray Fisher's involvement in the movie, like changed the story, which was kind of weird because the the story... Is that they find these alien boxes and they interact with him because he's a cyborg and he was very integral to the the actual plot of the story. But because they didn't get along, he like changed the storyline and so for the last like two years, maybe more since the movie or since the movie has come out, he uh, Ray Fisher has been very vocal about his treatment from Warner Brothers and the executives and specifically Josh Whedon and there was recently an an article that Josh Whedon gave an interview and it was basically like the reason that his role was released is because Ray Fisher's just not a good actor so I would say to that is that I know a lot of actors I live in New York City New Jersey but New York adjacent I live close to New York City I have a lot of my friends who are actors the process to get cast in any kind of project like this is extensive. There are a lot of hoops to go through to get to that level. And your work prior to that would speak for it. And it's just a lot of money to throw away on someone who isn't worth being in this film. With that being said, because of the fan outcry, Zack Snyder made his original movie. It's four hours long.
1: Snyder Cut, let me tell you, it was four hours, but it was good.
0: It's worth it. Now... Ray Fisher was just cast in Zach Slider's new project on Netflix called Rebel Moon. I don't know anything about it, but the two of them are involved and I'm here for it.
1: I think we need to see more of that in Hollywood. With uh, Josh, he doesn't understand you could crush Ray's livelihood. We've all seen what happened to my girl Monique, Right. When, when powerful forces say that they're difficult to work with or, quote, unquote, a bad actor, guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to call up Tazam and be like, hey, Tazam, I heard you're a bad actor, but I got this thing coming on. Can you come, come audition for me? What's going to happen is don't call Ray, Black cross us. his name off the list, call the other hot dot thing that's in Hollywood this week. Well, it just—it was
0: lucky that Josh is just a horrible person and there are receipts to back it up. Because even his ex-wife wrote an open letter and was like, he's a horrible person. He's not great. I'm just going to leave it at that. Well, we need to
1: get rid of him in a heartbeat, honey. I'm hungry.
0: You're hungry? You want something to eat?
1: Mm-hmm. I do. Maybe
0: something a little chilled. Sure. Maybe some potato salad?
1: Oh, yes. I love some potato salad. As long as you use mustard as the base. I don't like when you use the mayonnaise.
0: What about raisins? Right? You want some raisins in your potato salad?
1: Hell to the knock. Let's talk about what's irking you this week, Chad.
0: I saw a story about this Karen that was on a flight and she refused to remove her mask and caused the entire plane to deplane. Excuse me? Well, they couldn't leave if her mask wasn't on because those are those are FAA rules during the time of COVID. I don't understand why this is not understood because like, when you buy your ticket, they tell you this. When you check in, they tell you this. When you get on the plane... They tell you this. But
1: you know what? I bet you they didn't tell her.
0: Okay. So I recently... I recently came to visit you. I flew from Newark, New Jersey to Oakland, California. That is an eight-hour flight. And on the way there, it was a connecting flight. I usually try to... If possible, I try to do one flight, you know, because I'm not trying to, like, run through the airport and get my second flight. Do you understand how upset I would be if I made my flight and then I had to deplane... Because your dumbass doesn't want to wear a mask.
1: Let me tell you. For me, I love to travel. What I don't like is the transportation from point A to point B. I don't care what it, Unless I'm doing first class where I can lay out and take a nap, which I've done like twice in my life. You get spoiled.
0: You still got to get on the plane. And you got to leave.
1: So if I already don't like to travel because of bitches, like, bitches who go to sleep and they put their head on your shoulder. Bitches who have the nerve to put their feet in between your thing with no socks on. People who try to open your goddamn window when you're trying to have it down, they want to keep opening it up. These are things that I do not like and hate with a passion. And you are telling me, not only did I have to deal with that, I then have got comfortable. Because when I get on a plane, I get comfortable. I have my little neck pillow on. I get comfortable. So you're telling me I would have got comfortable. Text my loved ones, I'm, you know, boarding now. I'm turning my phone off. I'll hit you in how many hours it takes to get to my destination. Uh-uh, wait. Reverse, reverse, reverse. Nope. Get up. Get off. Let me tell you what I would do. What happened to that half-off? Because tell me she didn't get on the next plane.
0: No, I actually, she was put on the no-fly list. Uh, she was put on what? On the no-fly list. Oh,
1: I thought you said she was put in first class. So I was about to flip out. That's where she needs to go. No-fly list. I'm going to have to put, put in a little no-fly list right here. Because that's what she needs. The no-fly list. Give it to me now. You know what's irking me this week? Let me tell you about it. Now, if anybody knows me, I love a good smelling spot. I love when I got my candles. I got my wall. Like, I'm so good with it. My wall plugins are on a monthly distribution. I have one one month is lavender. One month is something else. But I don't I don't even think about it. I just open my door. Amazon's like, bitch, here's your refill. I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. But what I also like to do is I like to go to the mall, um, get me some Bath and Body Works, Get me, you know, just little candles here and there. Well, let me tell you about what Bath and Body Works did this month. What month are we in? You was talking about we on in a special month or something this month. February.
0: This is Black History Month. There you go. February.
1: February of our Lord. and they And we are celebrating Black History Month. Now, very similar to Pride Month. This is when corporations try to say they care about black lives. This is where they...
0: Throw Kinty Cloth on everything. This is what...
1: T, you just said Kinty It's funny you say that. It's funny you say that. I need you to go look up what Bath & Body Works did for Black History. And you know what? I love it. You ain't even seen it. And you, over, over, you, you must be a prophet in your past life.
0: The Black History Month collection?
1: Tell me what you see, T. Tell me what you
0: see. Are you talking about... Wait, what is this?
1: Uh-huh. Now, I want to be clear with the with the listening audience, because I know you ain't got the visual right now. These are their regular scents. These aren't special scents, because sometimes you have like a limited edition, whatever. These are their regular, regular scents.
0: So you telling me Uh-huh. Come on with it. For a limited time. You can get Come on your regular coconut sounderwood that you could get any other day.
1: All year long.
0: But today. It's in a black bottle Uh with legacy written over it and unity with African print all over it. Right.
1: Can I take it a step further? Can you walk with me a step Mm -hmm. further? Then they got the nerve. This is where they get, this is where you get me bitches. Then you got the corporation nerve to put black district managers, senior managers all over your website. talking about the packaging resonates with me on multiple levels. The graphics are hip, trendy and fashion forward. While embodying some of our rich black history. Here's another one. And that's from Dada L. District manager. Let me tell you what Tierra H. E-commerce said. She said. I'll be burning the unity candle in my living room all month. I hope that it will continue to inspire me on my journey. To learn more about my history. And myself. If you don't get the fuck out of here. Because they don't care about your opinion any other month. And you should say, "I expect to burn this candle all year long." You only burning it for the month. That is letting me know what your corporation ideals are. You are trying to get a quick buck during this fucking month from the black buying power dollar, and th- I'm just at a loss. What? I'm at a loss. Every year we go through some bullshit. Somebody, you said kente cloth, and that's exactly what this is. It's except it's a print instead of a cloth.
0: Y'all, just download uh, I Am Black Business, the app, and go buy from, go buy black. Black Nation, Eat Okra. Oh, Eat Okra's my spot, honey. I live. These are all black apps that'll tell you black-owned businesses in your area. You don't have to do it just in February.
1: Say it again one more time. You just.
0: You can buy black all year round. You don't have to just do it in February
1: right like is that hard? like maybe i'm tr- maybe i'm 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 getting old get off my lawn
0: well that's the problem we are we are so conditioned for the the what's easy it's easy to go on amazon and order and get two day shipping next day shipping prime shipping and get whatever instead of taking that dollar and buying from your local Bodega, you're you're a black-owned business, you're a Latino-owned business, you're Asian businesses. Like, reinvest in your own community. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think that's key. Like, I I am someone, ever since we went, uh, we me and T take a, pre-COVID, let me say that, always take a yearly trip to Essence Facts. And for me, that's where I kind of first kind of felt like, oh, I should actually be putting money back into my community. I buy dish soap. I still haven't found the right detergent that I want, but like I try to buy black products as much as possible that are, again, owned and operated by black people. Cause don't don't get it twisted. Carol's daughter, yes, was created by a black woman, but you better look on the back. You better look on that back of that package. What's it say?
0: She's on the cover, but she's not on the back.
1: There you go. So she's she's already sold her money and is just collecting, right? So we want people that it's actually gonna help them. Because now when I walk through Target or through like the local lo- local supermarket, I see this quote-unquote black section. And I'm just like, where was these black sections all the time? And what are you charging them to have these sections? Because I'd rather go to the black beauty supply store.
0: Yeah, because all those products are also marked up.
1: Those are the things that I feel like we have to do better as, as a community. Because this shit that I keep seeing, like I said, you put african print and that's supposed to make me get out of bed and be like oh my god what also pisses me off i think i would even feel better let me see one more time oh they did say it Uh, because i was like if if proceeds were going somewhere maybe i would feel a little better they are donating supposedly supposedly allegedly again i need to see receipts and checks but i'm just reading off their website the bath and body works foundation is contributing a total of $500,000 $500,000 to the National Urban League and Columbus Urban League to support civil rights, racial justice in America. But what you know what you could do instead corporations is boycott some of these places like Spotify that are allowing people to spread hate. That's what you could do.
0: Also, why is why is there a cap? Cuz $500,000 is nothing for that company to make. Like why isn't 3% of every every sale going to that? even if you want to do it for just the month of february like 3% a percentage of every sale goes to this organization $500,000 the ceo ha- got has that in his back pocket he got that last month for salary because they don't care
1: here's another thing i'm going to say here's another one i'm again on their website inspired by joy and empowerment this collection unites traditional african art with modern day motifs Designed to inspire and uplift. Bitch, I don't need that from a candle. candle. Bitch, give me a goddamn book to read.
0: You seem very angry. Your tone is very pointed right now.
1: Because it frustrates me so, like, T, like, I just, we can never get ahead. And what, like, I think what frustrates me is as a community, as a a black community, I'm using my black side right now. We don't do enough of sticking together to stop shit like this. Not to be funny, or not to like, not to put races against each other, but when the Asian community was being uh, beat up and like uh, attacked and harassed in San Francisco, do you know? Remember how fast the Asian hate crime bill got passed? Yes,
0: yes, I do. And but the anti lynching bill is still on the floor.
1: That's what I'm saying. So can so what's the problem?
0: We already have discussed that we the people does not. Mean all people because when that was written, we weren't considered people, and it was amended. But amendments have to be ratified every so often. Slavery could come back. is what I'm saying.
1: Like the voting rights. Yeah, I just, it just these are the things that frustrate me when I. It's late at night. I'm laying in bed. I'm just like my mind is racing, and I'm like, what the fuck? What kind of country do we
0: live? Well, the kind of country we live in is built on shade and gossip. Well, I know that's right. I just want to segue. Because this is the part of the cookout where you look over it and you see the person that has three plates and she ain't bring nothing. She
1: ain't bring nothing?
0: I only have one point today. And it's Kanye West.
1: Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I
0: just, I find it interesting that for the last couple years when he was attached Mm. to the Kardashians, the black community Mm. couldn't do nothing right. And... He talks Mm. shit about, like, we're lazy and there's no such thing as racism. And now that he's now disconnected from Kimberly, he's rallying the black community to come to his aid. And I'm just like, why? Like, you made your bed, lie in it. That ain't got nothing to do with me.
1: I mean, I don't know who Kanye West is. He, I mean. You don't know her?
0: You don't know her? He
1: died to me. I don't know her. Because he died as soon as he put on a red hat and went and shake hands. Don't get me wrong. I know black people who voted for that man. That's your business. And maybe it's because of taxes. Like 50 Cent said, I would vote for him because I need to protect my assets and my taxes. Cool, whatever. I disagree with you and I disagree with your political views, but you're not up there saying this man is the greatest. He's going to rule the world, blah, 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 blah.
0: Here's the thing. This is what I, what I I've said this before. I understand if you are fiscally Republican. And end any other election. For the most part. Okay. If you are fiscally Republican and you want to vote for Republicans, by all means do you. It's your vote. Whatever. This particular president was detrimental to multiple, not just people of color. Like, all marginalized groups. I can't. I I mean, I, 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 I can't. I can't even talk about him anymore.
1: Well, I mean, you have to be ready because he's coming back. So I just got to get myself situated. But I think as far as Kanye is concerned, I think I, I ugh, this is another one where I'm torn. Like like I said, he's dead to me as far as like, I don't really care. I might put a song on when it comes on. I, I, I've gotten to a place where I don't skip songs as much if they come on on my random shuffle. The problem, I guess, that I have is like two things. A, is he really mentally stable? And I don't mean that in, like, he's crazy. But I'm a big proponent of mental health. We've talked about it, I think, two or three times today already, right? So for me, I was like, I want to make sure that you have the support you need to be better, to, to be a, a functional person in society. My problem or my question that I have is because you've been tied to the Kardashians for so long and everything for them is a rollout or publicity or a campaign, When you talked about having schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, I don't know if I'm supposed to believe that or if that was a fucking rollout to help you sell shoes. And so for me, it's like, I don't know what to believe now, now that you're coming home to the quote unquote black community. Are you coming here for real support or are you coming here for another rollout? Because right now, you're going through a custody battle with a a custody battle and a divorce with your ex wife. You bought a house across the street from her just so you could be close to your daughter, which I agree with if she's, you know, that way the daughter can cross the street, cool, whatever. But what is this for? What is your end goal? Because we've been there for you in the past and you shitted on us because we didn't have enough money for you when the white people were ready to buy your Yeezy shoes for $350 a piece. We weren't good enough for you when we were supporting your music and you decided, you know what? That's all right. I'm too big for music. I'm going to be a fashion designer now but yet when Louis Vuitton and them kept closing their doors on you, you used to get mad. We supported you. Now you want to come back. Get the fuck out of here. But I'm trying to have compassion. I'm trying. Well,
0: well that's all you can do. We, we are only human. But I feel like we have gone on this roller coaster at this point and I kind of want to end on a lighter note. I'm I'm feeling Please. I'm feeling something tasty I think I need something sweet and so I just found out Dolly Parton who I love love Dolly Parton Dolly can do no wrong one Dolly was in uh Dolly invested money to make sure that the COVID vaccine was developed so Dolly is the reason that we have the COVID vaccine so that's one Dolly Parton also wrote I Will Always Love You which is a bop. Her version is a bop in and of itself and then she let Whitney Houston cover it and it's a whole other bop. Classic. I also just learned that at Dolly's Amusement Park, Dollywood, if you are an employee of Dollywood, regardless of uh, seasonal, part time, full time, they pay 100% of your tuition. Books, and fees, day one. If you are pursuing higher education, Dolly is all about it. Also, Dolly has a free book program that she sends books to kids.
1: So if that's not a definition of working nine to five, honey, and making sure that you can put your food on the table, she wants to make sure this is a this is a stop on your track to greatness. I you I all I can do is salute a woman like that because. I think that that's kind of but see, you are sorry to bring the house down for a quick second. But that's what I'm talking about. Putting others first besides yourself. It's not going to hurt when we do good as a as a team, everyone will do good. And that's what I think, like when I look at other organizations, other marginalized groups, a lot of them will stick together more. In with that all boats rise with the tide whereas us we are crabs in a barrel trying to get to the top not giving a fuck about all the people that are below us you know what i mean i got to support dolly cuz that's that's what i'm looking for in in the world is like i'm reaching my hand up but i'm also reaching my hand down to pull the next person up behind me so we could all move up together
0: because dolly came from nothing she came from nothing and she made it big and she has always cared about people in general. And it's just inspirational.
1: Yeah, because I think it speaks to like, you know how people always say money amplifies who you really are. And I think Dolly is a, 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 a exemplifies what it means to be a good person and a, and a real person who cares about community. The fact that you say that she gives it to anybody, like that's just, imagine, like I got to fight with my company every day. To try to get a few dollars, a few a few pennies on a book, let alone if I say, "Could you give me a pencil?" You know what I'm saying? Like, can I get a pen- can I get a writing utensil? Can I get a post-it note, bitch? Can I get anything? Whereas she's like, "I got you," and even with most corporations, they're only giving you a percentage towards c- tuition. She's giving you full tuition, fees, and did you also say books? Yes. I thought I heard you say books because books by themselves, now. T you know how much a book books are three hundred dollars for one book, depending on the class.
0: One book. That's why you. That's why you don't buy the book. Like the syllabus that they send out before the class, you don't buy the book until you're sitting in that class because half the time those books that are on the syllabus they don't even use.
1: Not only that, but like, it, it's so expensive. Like it's it's highway robbery. I just got a notice from my loan company today. I've been out of co- college. Ooh, good child. I've been out of college. That's all I'm gonna say. You don't need to know how how long. So, and I'm still paying on this loan, child? Uh-uh, get out of here, child. Dolly! Dolly, can you pay my tuition bill, please?
0: You better go over to Dollywood.
1: Oh, I should. I wanted you to do that.
0: Well, I think that's all that I have for this week. If you like what you heard, subscribe to our podcast, Come to the Cookout. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at come cookout at gmail.com. You can follow me at Tizan Ben on Twitter instagram and twitter
1: you can follow me at brooklyn gabbana that's brooklyn like the city gabbana like the designer at all social medias well now y'all come back now you're here peace